Welcome to What's Up with Dr. Rupp, where we explore the supernatural. I'm your host, Dr. Melissa Rupp. Hi, and welcome to another episode. Today, we are going to talk about the supernatural topic of how God speaks to us. There are all kinds of scripture passages all throughout the entire Bible about God speaking to people. I'm just going to give you a couple here. Uh, Job 33:14 says, for God does speak now one way and now another. And that's just talking about there are different ways that God can speak to us. And then John 10:27 says, my sheep listen to my voice. Uh, we are going to talk about spiritual gifts today, but I really felt like it was important first to talk about um, hearing how God speaks to us, learning to recognize the ways that he does speak to us, because that all comes into play when the spiritual gifts start to operate in your life. So we're going to cover that real quick today, how God speaks. And there are many different ways that he can speak to us. He can speak through our senses. So the um, your sense of hearing, seeing, smelling, taste, and then touch, like feeling or sensing. So he can um, talk to you through what you see, through what you smell, eyes, nose, mouth, and touch. So for hearing, he might speak to you. You might hear him actually speak a word or a phrase. It can be an audible voice where you hear it as if there was another person in the room with you and you heard them speak to you. So it can be an audible voice. That's not super common. More frequently, it is a still small voice in your head. A lot of people um, think it's their conscience speaking to them when it's not. It's really God. Um, and you will hear that small voice in your head because the, your, the Holy Spirit talks to your spirit and he, he speaks on the inside of you. He lives inside of you. And so you might even think that it's your own thought um, or like I said, you might think it's your conscience, but it's God speaking to you most of the time. It can be something else, but we'll talk about that in a different episode. So he can also talk to you through your eyes, through your sense of, um, of seeing with your eyes. And so he can do that through a dream if you're asleep. So when you're sleeping, he can t talk to you through a dream. And Job 33 says, For God does speak now one way, now another, though no one perceives it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to keep them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride to preserve them from the pit. And then in Joel 2.28, it says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams. Your young men will see visions. So Jesus's father, Joseph, he was given several different dreams to warn and instruct him in what he should do to keep Jesus safe after Jesus was born. In Matthew 2, Joseph was told in a dream to take Jesus to Egypt and then in another warning dream at a later time, he was told to take Jesus and go to Galilee. So God spoke to Jesus' father, Joseph, in dreams to warn him on what to do and give him instructions. He also warned the wise men in a dream to not return to Herod after going to visit Jesus and finding him and finding his location. So he, God warned them in a dream, told them what to do. And in recent times, 
Jesus has been appearing in dreams to people of other or no religious affiliation groups. He's been appearing in their dreams and they're getting saved or they're converting from another religion to Christianity because the Bible says Jesus is the only way to heaven. And so he's actually showing himself. He's appearing in dreams to people and they're getting saved. So you can have a dream. You can also have a vision. So a vision um, is when you're awake. A dream is when you're asleep. A vision is when you're awake. And in a vision, you might see um, like an image or a vision of something in your like in your imagination. You'll see it like a, kind of on the inside of your head, like in an imagination type thing. So when you're trying to imagine something and you kind of have this thing pop up in your head, that's kind of what happens when it is a vision. Only it's it's God who initiates it. You weren't even thinking about the thing usually, and He just pops something into your head and shows you something in that kind of a form. Now, there's also another way that you can um, see with your eyes something that God is showing you, and that is with a trance, and you are awake with that as well, but you are seeing through, um, with your natural eyes, you're seeing something in the spirit realm that you're not, that's not existing in the, in the natural. So in Acts 10, 9, Peter went into a trance and he saw this cloth come down with these animals in it and God was showing him that in a trance. So he was awake. It was with his actual eyes. It wasn't something that was like in his imagination. He was seeing it with his eyes while he was awake. You can also with your eyes, you can see maybe a word or a phrase like written above somebody's head. You can see, you know, a word written above them sometimes. Um, God can speak to us through something that we see in nature, including animals or the weather. There will be signs in the heavens. The Bible talks about signs in the heavens and how Jesus told us that there will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars that would indicate his return. That's Luke 21. And then in Joel 2, it says, I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. So that is all with your eyes. You can see all those different things with your eyes. And God can speak to you that way. He can also speak to us through our sense of smell. And we can um, smell something, either a pleasant or an unpleasant odor, that's not there in the natural. We're smelling something in, this, in the spirit realm, and God is trying to speak to us and show us something. We can have something with a taste, like having um, this taste appear in your mouth, and there's no natural source for it. Again, it's a supernatural manifestation of something, and God is wanting to talk to us through something that we taste. You can also um, hear from God through your sense of feeling or um, sense, touch. It can, it can operate in different ways. So you may be able to feel what somebody else is feeling, including emotionally. So you might be able to feel if somebody is sad. You might be able to feel if they're suicidal. Uh, or you might be able to feel somebody else's anxiety. That happens with me a lot when the Lord wants me to pray for somebody with anxiety. I will actually feel like this panic attack come on me and, I, and then I'll know that the person has anxiety and that that's what I'm supposed to pray for them for. You may also feel what they feel physically. So if they have an injured knee or an injured back, you might be able to feel that in your own body. God is speaking to you in that way so that you can pray for somebody. So you can also feel um, different things like cold, heat, um, different things like that with the sense of smell or the sense of, um, with this sense, you can also, um, you can sense like the nearness or the proximity of angels or demons. You might have the hairs on the back of your neck or arms stand up. You might get goosebumps. 
You can have static electricity type of feelings on your arms or legs or back. And then God can talk to us through knowing. So knowing is where you just know that you know something about someone or a situation. You just, you just have this understanding or this knowledge. It's kind of like just dropped into you and all of a sudden you just know something that you didn't know before. And it's a supernatural type of experience where you just know something all of a sudden and it's God speaking to you that way. So God can also talk to us through other people. He can use other people to speak something to you, and it can be in person. Um, you can God can speak to you through something that you read in somebody's Facebook post, things like that. So that's a way that God can speak. People do often refer to it as, they call it a word. So when you hear from God, it can be even, it's called, like sometimes people say, I have a word from God for you. Well, it's not just necessarily one word that they're talking about, but they're just saying that they've heard something from God. It can be a phrase. It can be, it can be a whole, you know, 10 minute explanation of what they feel like God is saying to you, but they might refer to it as saying that they have a word. God can also speak to us through scripture. So if you feel like you're not hearing God in any other way, you can pick up the Bible and read it and he will speak to you through the verses that you read. 2 Timothy 3.16 says that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And so it's saying that all scripture is God-breathed, that he inspired the entire Bible. He inspired men to write what they wrote. And it was the whole entire Bible was given by the inspiration of God. He can also talk to us through circumstances or things that happen to you or the things that you might encounter. He can speak to you through movies, through music, um, through signs that you see when you're traveling down the road. Do pay attention to something that you um, start to see like two or three times if you start to see something repetitively. Because the Bible does say that out of the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. And if God doesn't get our attention the first time, he will keep bringing it up. Or he'll have us, you know, within a matter of a couple of days, hear the same type of theme coming out. And so he, that is God speaking to us. He can talk to us through supernatural encounters. So he can have angels come and bring messages. Angels appear to Zechariah and Mary in the Bible to tell them that they were going to have a son and what to name them. God spoke to Moses from a burning bush. So Moses is out in nature and this bush is on fire and God is in the bush speaking to him. Saul, when he was on the road to Damascus, there came a supernatural light from heaven. A voice started speaking to him from heaven. And then he was struck blind for three days until God sent Ananias to pray for him. That was a supernatural encounter, and God was actually speaking to him from heaven. He heard the voice, so he can speak to people that way. He can speak to people, believe it or not, through animals. Um, God made a donkey able to speak to Balaam in Numbers 22. He can cause supernatural things like the fire and the burning bush, and he caused fire to fall from heaven supernaturally onto the altar when Elijah was confronting the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 18. And so he was speaking through that supernatural encounter. He can also speak to us symbolically. So he can speak using numbers, colors, symbols, lots of different things like that. Symbolism occurs a lot in the dream and vision states of God speaking to us. He can also speak to us through our gut instincts. 
So you might get a check in your spirit or feel like something just like you just feel like something in your gut is telling you that's not right. There's something not right about this. You might just lack the sense of peace. You might have this uneasiness and feel like something is um, is off or it's odd. And someone might say something that raises a red flag or it just seems, again, it can just seem like odd or off to you and it's just not sitting right with your spirit. That's God speaking to you. So he does speak to us, but he also wants us to talk back to him and have conversations with him. So if something is vague or symbolic when you're, you feel like you're hearing from God, he's inviting you into further conversation. So he's, he's wanting you to then, you know, start a conversation with him, converse with him and say, well, what do you mean by that? What are you showing me with this? And he'll continue to keep showing you things and talking back to you. So if you hear something that you believe is from God, or if another person tells you something that, that you or they believe is from God, again, I said that's often called a word. And it can be just that single word or something lengthier. And the next episode, we are going to go into that just, just for a little bit. We're going to talk about when you get a word and what exactly that is, what it entails, and how to test it to make sure that it's from God and that it's not your own spirit trying to talk to you, your own flesh, or that it's not a demonic spirit trying to trick you. So the Bible does tell us to test the spirits to find out whether they're from God or not. And we'll go into that more in the next episode. And then we will move on from there to talk about spiritual gifts. Thanks for joining me today. And if you have any questions, as usual, just go ahead and go to my Facebook page. And there will be a post on there. And you can ask questions in there. And I'll try to get to those on the next episode. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Join me next time as we continue to explore the supernatural on What's Up with Dr. Rupp.